Hello, I'm film and television composer Clive Coburn. These podcasts are my story, but if you'd like to share a piece of your story, you're welcome to do so. I was determined to do something I loved every day of my life. I wanted to write music for a job, so I took off to America in music school. I had to do that because I couldn't do what I wanted with the limited knowledge I had. Fronting up at the school was a bit of a worry as I didn't know if they were going to accept me or not. So it was a big risk, but I thought it would be harder for the school to turn me down if I was there on their doorstep rather than on the phone or sending a letter of application. With my heart in my mouth, I went to the school and was shown into Dick Grove's office. It's always more entertaining if the podcast has more than just the host talking, so they're going to be based on a national radio interview I did with Grant Walker. Here's his opening piece. Welcome to Sunday Night. I'm Grant Walker. Nice to have your company. And also nice to have in the studio, Clive Coburn. Welcome to Sunday Night. <laughs> Thank you, Grant. It's nice lovely to, to you. have you here. And I, look, I know there's so much more t- uh, time. Over the next couple of hours, we're going to look at your, your musical upbringing and your time and music that was influenced and, and some of the music that you've composed, mm-hmm. uh-huh. uh, all sorts of things. During all your travels, and you've, you've, you've been to a lot of countries, but you spent a lot of time in America. Yeah, I did. I went, I went back to school in America when I was 32. Because, I don't know what it is, but I think there was something more realistic about America. And I said to Roger Fox, who I knew at the time, this is what I want to do. And he said, well, go to Dick Grove, man. And Dick Grove is a place, (laughs) as a jazz school. I didn't realize what it was, but I thought I'd just do what he said. So I I booked myself into Dick Grove Music Workshops in L.A. The only music that I'd bought to play him was my television news theme, which was extremely well known at the bottom of the world. But no one had heard it anywhere else, and certainly not in Los Angeles, the home of some of the most fantastic music on the planet. Without looking up, he said, sounds like you've got a good idea of rhythm. I perked up. The immigration guy at the airport had not been a happy chap, and when he asked why I wanted to stay for a year, I said that I wanted to study at the Dick Grove Music Workshops. Never heard of it. Go to Juilliard, he replied. Imagine a musician being told where to study by an immigration guy at the airport. Somehow the story changed and melded into me saying I was going to live with my brother Aldwin. He was in New York on a year-long course at the time, but of course that was on the other side of the country, so it wasn't going to happen. It's a long time to stay with your brother, the guy said, and bang, stamped my passport. Six months is what I got. If he hadn't had a fight with his wife that morning, or whatever the reason was that he was in such a foul mood, I may have got longer. This meant that after six months, I was going to be an overstayer, and I mentioned it to Dick. He just kept opening envelopes and having another drag on a cigarette. Hasn't happened yet. Sit in on Monday and see how you go, he said. That meant come along to class and see if I can hack it, meaning see if I can stand the pace. So I did, and I did. I knew the standard would be high. The school was regarded as a post-grad course, and most students already had a master's degree or something similar from a highly regarded university such as Texas State, but I did not. By the time I started in March, the rest of the 30 students had already studied one part harmony, which I don't understand to this day. Harmony surely means one instrument working with another, or several others. Anyway, one part harmony had been covered, and then two part, three, four, and by the time I joined the class, they were already on to five part harmony. This basically means how to write block harmony for a five part sax section in a big band, and it was really complex, to the simple pop rock joker. I'd always been in the top class at school, but always near the bottom of it. So I was determined not to fail at music as well, and worked really hard. 
the first thing that happened was I walked into this classroom and I had to write for five saxophones. For, so five saxophones are the guts of a, of a big band. And I'd never seen five saxophones. But anyway, I wrote, um, I wrote um, nuts. Uh, I can't remember what this, I can't remember the title of it. But it's 16 bars of saxophone harmony. And I was so nervous, my knees were knocking and I couldn't stand up. And so Dick Grove, who was very ter- who was terrifying, and used to look at glare at the class across a little short short piano, so he could see across it, um, was standing sitting there at his piano. And I thought I'm, I, I don't want to fall over, so I just casually went over and placed my backside on the on the stool beside his. And he looked at me like I'd crawled out from underneath <laughs> that stool, you know. And and I stood up pretty quickly. But anyway, that was the beginning of my American education, and it was incredibly moving year for me and I think about it every day. Harmonising every note in the melody takes a hell of a lot of work. A regularly used quote of Dick's was, if you can't harmonise it, go unison. America will never know. This meant that if the problem wasn't of earth-shattering importance, give yourself a break and give everyone the same note to play. The pressure was so great that a few weeks later only 17 of the 30 students were left in the class as the rest had dropped out. Then I came back to New Zealand, was a big band arranger and then broke into writing music for advertising and documentaries. My TV ads were mostly music under a voice rather than sung jingles. I didn't mind that because I was really aiming to write film music and music drama. My confidence grew and I kept giving myself challenges. That's a really good thing to do. See how far you can stretch your ability. Tell your client you can do anything and then make sure you do. It's a fantastic way to live. Every day is exciting. After a while I could write music for an orchestra with synths and jazz rock musicians. Sometimes I spend a full studio day, which is 10 hours, on a 60 second TV ad. Working with synths and session musicians when you record one or just a few tracks at a time takes longer than working with a full orchestra. When you do that you can't possibly take more than 20 minutes on a complete track. If the score and parts are written correctly there's nothing to say, they just play it. It's amazing. If you can't afford to spend years and thousands of dollars on a composing and arranging course, www.thecontemporarymusiccourse.com is an excellent alternative. This is one of my orchestral advertising soundtracks. It's hugely influenced by Gustav Holst's Planet Suites. I can't remember which planet I was influenced by, but here it is. I could never have done anything like this unless I'd read my nuts and bolts education. I'll go out with this. Until next time, all the best. force is arriving in New Zealand. Energy in action. You'll find it at Caltex.